What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Multiverse of Fandom podcast with me and Dima. What's going on, everybody? We just saw Black Adam, and we're going to give you a 20-minute review of it. And spoiler-filled, so if you haven't seen it, this is your warning. Go and see it. Come back and watch this. Let's get right into it. Um, so, yeah, this movie opened up to a lot of uh, scan- scandalous reviews. Maybe that's not the right word, but it was very negatively received by critics through the first couple of days. Uh, sitting at a 41% for uh, critic review tomato meter, and it's got an 89% audience score. So which that's is, a big controversy. Which is a big controversy because it goes to show that the fans are the ones who these movies are made for, that's and right. it's not made to be like totally analyzed because it is a comic book movie. That's right. That doesn't mean that stuff doesn't make sense because the movie has a beginning, middle, and end, but there are certain things that may not make sense to critics who aren't fans of these types of movies or stories. This is a type of movie that is really kind of shows that because a lot of the characters that are shown are not introduced in the typical way. Black Adam has the origin. We see, we have to learn who Black Adam is, but um, Dr. Fate, Hawkman, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone have a very short introduction and it's kind of just, you know who they are. The JSA has been around for a while, and this is the type of missions that they go on to try to keep peace in the world. Yeah, and I mean, one big important piece for everyone to remember is it's not like some of these characters are, you know, massive, massively intricate or are big parts of the actual storyline. Like Cyclone and, and uh, Adam Smasher, their supporting cast, they don't really have a huge, huge impact on the story. So if you're like me, maybe Pete too, you don't really know who they are. You've only heard them mentioned before. If you find yourself wondering, geez, I, I don't know who these people are. It doesn't really matter because mm. at the end of the day, it's really Dr. Fate, Hawkman, and Black Adam who are carrying the story. Yeah, and and that doesn't go to like, you know, people are still interested in these characters and it, and it gives them kind of their time in the in the spotlight and it gives them an opportunity in the future to get a solo series, right. a movie where then they can get like kind of fleshed out because in the movie they also were rookies. This was their first mission, Adam Smasher and Cyclone. Yep. So they're obviously not going to get used as much as kind of the veterans like Hawkman and Dr. Fate when going up against a powerhouse like Black Adam. Yeah, I mean, and we did lose Dr. Fate. He died at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get to that, but doesn't mean to say, like we just said, they can't go back and make a Dr. Fate origin movie, which I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. Or um, a series on HBO or, Max. Or series and have that take place beforehand, and you've got all, all that, you know, you could tell a JSA story with these four yep. before Black Adam. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, um, you know, we, we got to see a cool origin for Black Adam where it's a little different from the comics. Most things are now um, when, when you get movies like this because you can't, you know, go word for word. You gotta have a little creativity, and yep. and I I did like the direction that they took this in, where his son was actually the champion that the wizards chose to be the protector of Kandak. Yep, Harut. Um, and after his family was killed, the Rock's family was killed, not including the son yet. Um, the son to in order to help his father transfers his power over, and right when that happens. He gets killed by an assassin of the the tyrant that is uh, ruling over Kandak. And then that's why, you know, Black Adam throughout the whole movie really says that he's no hero. Uh, and, and, and we learn that the statue that's in the middle of Kandak that's supposed to be a tribute to the champion is actually a tribute to his son. And that's why he always is staring at it because he's remembering the, the, son. the family he yeah. lost and the life he used to have. Um 
Yeah, I mean, so the movie opens up. We get a little bit of backstory mm-hmm. on Condock and Black Adam, or Tef Adam, as they call him. Yes. Um, we see the wizard that uh, granted Shazam his powers. Yep. And then you see all the other wizards that imprison Black Adam. Which, that was also the fight. Uh, it looks like that that was the fight where they showed quickly that uh, the wizard was talking about in Shazam, where his brothers and sisters fell. Um you know, banishing the the previous champion. Okay. Which is why in, in Shazam, yeah. they say we need to find somebody pure of heart. And they, it's sort of revealed later on that, because um, I forget her name, um, the mother and son. Oh, yeah. The, the mother who was looking for the crown of Sabak was looking for the resting place of the champions. Later find out that it wasn't a resting place, it was a prison. It was a prison, yeah. Um, where he was, uh, he was in prison for 5,000 years by that, uh, by that wizard, um, and as they're finding the the crown of Sabak and uh, uh, Black Adam is released from his prison, um, the whole the gang that's um, been looking for the crown of Sabak is it the same gang that's also has uh, conduct under inter-gang. inter-gang? So the same gang that has control over conduct uh, swoops in, and there's a you know the essentially the first like what was that like twenty minutes of just Black Adam destroying soldiers and, and blowing oh yeah when up. he first get yeah. like the, the first kill even was very um you know that Va- vaporizing people that was very uh like a gruesome yeah. pretty gruesome uh, death for that um for that like that mercenary uh so uh, there was so much action it was there was much less dialogue and much more action throughout the whole movie uh which i believe really helped uh, the audience score and, and people's views on the movie because, you know, there, if there's not much to criticize other than fight scenes, it's probably going to do pretty well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, they, they, DC, it, it we'll, we'll get to the final review at the end, but DC kind of stuck to what it, what it knows best. It didn't, in my opinion, I didn't feel like they were trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. Although at times the JSA... Um, going after Black Adam felt a little bit forced. Um, you know, we said they could have gone about it in a different way. Instead yeah, we of talked saying, about that. Like, you know, they could have gone and said, like, you know, we know who you are, what you've done. That you cannot do that. We have people here that will stop you. Yeah, this is your warning. Kind of stay in line. Stay, stay in conduct. You know, we're not going to come here and, and destroy your people, or your place. We don't want you coming out into, into our airspace. Yeah. But then, of course, we wouldn't have a movie. Right. Um, or it would be a very short movie. Um, but, yeah, I think for me, really, that was my primary concern. Not concern, but that, that's where it started to lose me a little bit. Um, but apart from that, it was, it was a great ride. Uh, I think right after that, um, Black Adam starts to come back into... Um, come back into his own presence and yep. realize that he's not 5,000 years ago. And that's when the JSA comes into the picture and Dr. Fade and, and Hawkman and Cyclone and Adam Smasher start to fight, um, try to take down um, Black Adam. And that's about like, what, it's like an hour of that pretty much? Yeah, it's pretty much like an hour. That's about an hour of the movie there. And uh, I believe kind of the halfway point is where we see the rest of his origin story where his son is actually the champion and then he, he later gets his powers. They split that up kind of nicely because originally you think that the son is Black Adam. Mm. 
you know, is the rock, but it, you know, they reveal later that that was actually his son. I yeah. did like how they split that up uh, because it, it was like a, you know, kind of a cool thing that he actually was a hero, his son. And he says, uh, I was born of rage because they killed everybody in his family and he was alone. Um, and then that, you know, ends up after the, the, the son of the other main character, the woman, um, gets kidnapped by Intergang and um, they, you know, he kind of vaporizes everybody in there, including the um, is Ishmael, the Sabak, Sabak, yeah, Sabak uh, before he becomes Sabak. Uh, he, he like vaporizes everybody and he surrenders and goes to the prison which was the the task force X prison underwater. Black site, yeah, that was cool to see. That was cool to see because you got also got to see a bunch of other villains that they had locked up there, which you know could be the Suicide Squad, could be other could be people, anybody. could be could be yeah, new anybody. characters. Maybe we'll find are, out. Yeah, g- coming soon. If they ever do that Amanda Waller show? Yeah, if if they ever. Um, so that was like a cool scene that he got to, uh, you know, he he did surrender to them and and which he thought was for the better at the time. But I didn't really like the fact that he said Shazam lost his powers and then he was just that, you know, that person that he was 5,000 years ago. Because in, um, like, I've, I haven't read too much of Shazam comics. I've read a few and uh, one of them at the end when he, he, he basically gets Black Adam to say Shazam he ages in 5,000 years in a second and he dies. So I thought like by not saying Shazam for 5,000 years, like not be, you know, changing back to his mortal form that that would, you know, he'd still be aging. So that was a little weird that they, there was a little change. So that just had me thinking about Shazam, like the Shazam movie because the kids are getting older in that. Okay. Okay. So theoretically, you know, the guy, the kid who plays Billy Batson could be 30, still playing Billy Batson, and then Zachary Levi I mean, the fact that Shazam. most of the issues that we're talking about here are like... Shit, I know, like, they're so like, like this nitpicky. Is, ...is a good thing, because yeah. usually we're talking about bad things that are just like, why did I spend $20 to see this movie? Um, but some, stuff like this we can live with, yeah, which definitely. is a good thing. For sure. Uh, but there's, yeah, there's some questionable takes i think that they could have done some things a little differently like yeah. like what you said there and um with the with regards to how the writers decided to have the jsa interact with black adam off the bat yeah um but let's just kind of you know fast forward to the end because there was a lot of action there's a lot so, yeah um the you know to kind of build into the final um scene is where uh dr fate keeps having these visions and part of the vision is Hawkman dying to and being killed by Sabak and he said I'm going to tell you when it's time and he basically it's he, it's the time when that vision comes true and instead of Dr. Fate sending Hawkman in to die he goes himself because he viewed uh, he saw an alternate he saw an alternate uh, future and was able to you know, sacrifice himself rather than sacrificing, uh, having Hawkman sacrifice himself. And, um, like, I think, personally, I think Dr. Fate was one of the best parts of this movie. His character was very, I think, very well written. 
Um, he had like that really cool, you know, he, he's, he's has experience. He's very powerful. Uh, he can see the, these, these futures and he, you know, sacrifices himself to save, you know, to give, to then give the team a chance to save everybody from Sabak. And he even goes as far as waking, having Black Adam wake up in this black site prison to then coming and, and fighting, which was the prophecy of uh, the champion fighting, the wizard's champion fighting the, the demon's champion. And um, we got a cool fight scene between Sabak and Black Adam and, and uh, Hawkman as well, working with Black Adam. And he also used the helmet of Naboo after um, Dr. Fate was killed. Mm-hmm. He used the, to, to do the trick of multiplying himself um, and and ultimately that kind of was the the key to helping Black Adam kill Sabak once and for all. Um, another nitpicky thing, just real quick, I, I feel like I want to mention this is the like yes he saw Hawkman die, but Hawkman reincarnates. In, That's right. In you a mentioned things, that yeah last night. Yeah, a lot of things. Hawkman reincarnates with Hawk Girl. Um, so him, uh, Carter Hall and Shaira Hall, they, you know, if they die, they reincarnate and then kind of live their life again and, you know, just so on and so forth. So it was a little like, unless they don't have him, actually, they don't give him that, um, kind of backstory where he reincarnates. Maybe that's the case and it's just different in this. Um, because why would Dr. Fate, bless you, (laughs) why would Dr. Fate... Uh, sacrifice himself if he knows and they and they both know that Carter will just come back. Yeah, there must have been some sort of they maybe must they, they must change, know maybe they just changed it up or, or something must they they must know that that's part of his skill set but for whatever reason they they wanted to kill yeah um, maybe maybe Pierce Brosnan only wanted to do one movie yeah I remember that, yeah. that which that, which would make sense because it obviously is like you know it's a superhero movie it's it's a lot and Doctor Fate is a character that he does he does he's not tied down to a specific person. There's multiple people who have played Dr. Fate in comics and, and animated shows and, and uh, that sort. So as long as you have the helmet, you're Dr. Fate. So maybe we'll get a new Dr. Fate. Um, or you know, like you said, maybe we get a, a prequel or something, series or movie showing a little bit more of Dr. Fate. Um, but obviously we said Black Adam defeats Sabak. Uh, and, and he is, you know, Hawkman, the JSA, they leave. They say, like, just stay out of trouble, basically, and we'll stay out of your hair. And um, he becomes Kondok's champion. And Peace is restored. Peace is restored. Um, so do we want to go into the end credits here? Yeah. Or do we want to do a rating first or after that? What don't we do with the end credits here? Okay. First, yeah. So, end credit scene was by far, I think, one of the best parts of the movie. Um, Probably the best part. For obvious yeah. reasons. And uh, Henry Cavill is back. It feels so good to say that. He's back. We uh, we see him at the end of the movie. Um, he almost wasn't back. Huh? They, they filmed that scene with a headless Superman. Did they actually? Yeah, I'll send you the article. They oh, filmed it. Oh my god! Really quickly, and then I'll, would have, I'll let you continue with this. The fans would have freaked out because because this is this is your sort of baby here. Um, but I I just read it here. 
Um, so they they filmed it with a headless Superman like they did in Shazam. Shazam yeah. They tested the movie, and according to this, when it tested the end credit scene, it went gangbusters, and they were like, "Okay, now we got to get Cavill." Um, so oh they, oh my god, they didn't have a deal for him until after the movie tested. Um, well, The Rock was saying that they've been like fighting Warner Brothers on this for years. I I don't know. I guess it was something with the deal because I also read something that the previous people that played Superman got completely like their contracts were garbage. Um, or there was something in the contract that, really? that like that messed it up for them. So I wonder if this just goes back to, to Warner Brothers just screwing people over. And I think that you know, obviously Henry Cavill's like a very uh, sought after actor now. He's doing The Witcher. He's he's doing some you know a uh, couple Netflix movies. I think I see uh, he's been promoting a Netflix movie that's coming out. I think Alona Holmes two, where he Holmes, plays yeah. uh, Sherlock. Um, you know, now that we're talking about it, I wonder if he was stuck. Because when he took the original Man of Steel movie, he wasn't a very as well known as he is now. Right. I wonder if there was something in his contract where, you know, because you know how football players, they sign a three-year deal, it's year two, and they're crushing it. Yeah. And they renegotiate for more money in an extension. Maybe he renegotiated. I, I, wonder, I would hope he renegotiated because they screwed him the first time. I mean to say, I wonder if they asked him to come back for a bunch of these on his current deal. And he said, no, I want to read a bit more money. And they were like, no, sorry. And then because, uh, you know, definitely the rock, I think the rock as, as um, you know, I think he is really listening to the fans. I think he is, he is kind of the, um, he is what is giving the DCEU a great trajectory right now because he is really, um, fan oriented like he did WWE and that's a lot of like for the fan stuff you know so he knows kind of that what he needs to do in order to make the fans happy and I think that's you know working and with them and trying to get Cavill back is uh, was a big part of that and I think he didn't I think he would have been upset if they didn't get him back there was an Instagram post The Rock had with Cavill a bunch of years ago. Oh, drinking the tequila? That was like maybe five or six years ago. It's crazy because that was five or six years ago. Now, finally. But they've he was probably working on it since then. Probably. He said 15 years. Like 15 years. Well, yeah. He, for Black Adam, he's been working on it since like 2007, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, yeah, he's probably been trying to get Cavill and, and Warner Brothers on the same page for the past like four or five years. Uh, but... Quickly going back to the end credit scene, I looked up what he says because the theater erupted um, when when Cavill came out of the smoke, and uh, so I looked up what he said, and, and the line he says is, um, "It's been a while since somebody's made the world this nervous." And then mm. he says, "Black Adam, we should talk." Um, so, which is funny because in Man of Steel, right? I think is where they say. Um, when somebody's flying around in the sky, it makes people nervous. Mm. So you oh, that's know, funny. the last time that somebody's been, the world has been made nervous was when the Kryptonians were first introduced in, in, in Man of Steel. So uh, that was like a cool, uh, cool little callback to Man of Steel. So I, I think uh, definitely, I think we're in the right direction for DC now. Oh yeah, you're. you're I wouldn't be surprised. I'd, it would be shocking if they didn't do a Man of Steel too. I know. Um, but it sounds like that's happening. Well, it sounds like from from now or for now, it kind of this kind of uh, gives some, uh, you know, gas to the fire of what people are saying that the you know 
Ben Affleck's in um, Aquaman two. Wonder Woman is getting a third movie. I think she makes. I think she may make a cameo appearance in another movie soon. And then the the three of them, the Trinity, are supposed to be in the Flash now. Okay. Uh, I think they're so, and that was obviously those rumors happened before Cavill was in Black Adam, or we we saw Cavill in Black Adam. So now that he's in it. You know those those have a little bit extra like uh, traction now, and you can believe those a little bit more. But very exciting, um, very happy. Obviously, I'm trying to. My rating isn't going to reflect you know the end credit scene alone. Um, obviously, it's it's awesome that Henry Cavill's back. We got Superman back, um, but let's get into the rating now. What, what do we think? Let's open it a half. Yeah. I think that's like the first time like you've, you know, the movie ends and you looked at me and you were like, yeah, I was, I mean, you, you said like, that was pretty good. That was a seven and a half. Like usually yeah. you're like low ball it. And then like you think about it a little bit and you'll creep up after just after like thinking about it for a little bit, but you stood solid on seven and a half. And I think that's a good score. Let me be I clear. Agree. I probably won't watch this again. Yeah. There's not really. Well, you liked, did you like Shazam? You like the Shazam movie? I think I've seen it. No, we saw it in theaters. We did. But, yeah. Oh, and you, yeah. And you liked that movie. Yeah. You haven't seen it again, so obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not going to, you know, rush out and see this every, you know, week or something. I'm not going to see it all the time. If it's on TV, I'll watch it. Yeah, but, I mean, listen, it's not, it's not like a Batman movie or anything like yeah. that. But it was good. It was entertaining. Um, I think there were maybe a couple parts where... There, there wasn't, there wasn't too much time that they allotted for to let people kind of like, you know, look around and mm-hmm. start falling asleep because there was so much going on. So much action, yeah. There's so. So much I going think on. they did a good job keeping people engaged. It's a good jump off position for them to now start making other movies mm-hmm. and 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 rebuilding. Um, I, you know, it was a little lighthearted at times, and there were some there were some laughs in there here and there. It wasn't forced. Like the latest Thor movie was really forced. Yeah. Um, but Marvel can afford to do that. Yeah. DC cannot. DC cannot. Yeah. So DC they're good. They played. Like... They played this one safe. They took some risk. Um, I mean, I, the end credit scene was a risk, um, but it was it paid off for them. I think it pays off, especially when you have you know thousands and thousands of fans asking for for this actor to come back as Superman for years now yeah um, i wonder like did he go to them and be like listen like they, they literally they want him like the rock just like going give to the guy brother. what he wants even he wants it he obviously obviously for him it's obviously great a business decision to be this character because you're you know uh locked in for multiple years and multiple big budget movies so you're going to be getting a a lot of money playing a character like Superman so it's obviously beneficial for him but like still like he wants to play the character he's passionate about it and and he wants to do it so why not just give the fans and give him what he wants I agree I yeah agree. not much else to say about that yeah so seven and a half uh, out of ten is both of our ratings we actually agreed on one we're usually we're usually off on usually off by a couple points yeah so this was a good one though this is a good one. Definitely, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Um, and, yeah, I think that's it for this week, guys. That's it. We'll see you soon.